Hey everyone, it's Eric. I just wanted to let everyone know that the audio in the last third of this is going to get a little funky. Uh, they'll uh, explain what's happening because I didn't cut it out because fuck it. Uh, so enjoy the show. Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's, That's correct, correct Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up? Teenagers with attitude. Clad in tightly. Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and watch a uh, teenagers in tight clothing what is fighting monsters. <laughs> okay. I'm so I'm still upset. I'm your host, Lexi. And uh, joining us this week, we've got Emily. Hi. We've got Luke. You know, I, I was on board with this until the way you, like, emphasized tight clothing <laughs> and then i was not on with it anymore why are you being <laughs> horny <laughs> well, I, well, if you're reading something horny into this i think that's just more about you than it does about me <laughs> does it now <laughs> hey guess who guess who else is back we found a zach hey you know uh, we talk a lot i think about how in this like climate every week feels like a year but literally uh-huh. since last time i was on this podcast uh i got blue hair my house almost got torn down by a hurricane, and also Lord Zed died. So yeah, it's been a long fucking time. <laughs> oh it's been no, like two weeks. I know. That's what I'm saying. That was the point. A lot happens in two weeks. I was gonna continue the bit from last week where we didn't know what a hurricane was, <laughs> but then you then you mentioned Robert Axelrod dying, and it feels kind of in bad taste. <laughs> I mean, you could still say it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hi, I'm back. I'm excited. Zach, I'm glad you're not dead from hurricane. Thank you. I'm glad you're not dead I'm... from tornado. Our world is a hellscape. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a it's been a it's been a fun couple of weeks for uh weather. <laughs> also, I'm I'm glad you're not dead from all the other bullshit that happens to you, Zach. I'm really glad you're alive. Just on a constant basis. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I yes, there uh there was you a Twitter. Laid it out on Twitter today and I was like, whoa. There was there's a Twitter <laughs> meme going around that's like, your brand is the dumbest way you've hurt yourself, and I was like, how do I pick which one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I honestly have not hurt myself all that much. I mean, good. That's probably that's your a good brand, thing. Is that you're safe? Uh, is it or does that mean I've lived like an insulated, sheltered life? 
I mean, well, that's what you would I, say. Luke, I don't the... think you're missing out on a lot from not, like, injuring yourself in really, really dumb ways yeah. by being a dumbass. It, nah, I want to yeah. get out there, get some broken bones, get some my, bruises. Mine are not, not, mine are not like I was fucking rock climbing while slamming Mountain Dew and I hurt myself. <laughs> it's I was painting and I fell off a ladder and my ass went through drywall. Like, it's not exciting. Also, it's just stupid. Also, to be clear, this stuff keeps happening to Zach, so it's not like it's... You're missing out on any important life lessons that uh-huh. are learned through experience here. <laughs> Just don't yeah. have clown magic like Zach does. <laughs> uh, one time in middle school, a kid we were playing soccer, and a kid reared back to kick the ball as hard as he could and just completely missed. But what he didn't miss was oh. machine. Oh no! Oh. Ow. Uh-huh. And the teacher made me keep playing. Oh no! Whoa. Good God, no! Man, remember... You know what's great? You know what's great for a bruised, potentially, like, cracked shin? Walking it off. Yeah, my shin is still numb to this day. So I have... I have a lot of friends and family members who are teachers, and I understand that, like, kids lie a lot, and they make shit up to get out of things, but, like... You wouldn't you still err on the side of like <laughs> right? <laughs> like I okay, if there are any kids, hang on, hang on. If there are any kids listening to this podcast, we want we just want you to know, uh, uh, teenagers with attitude and audio entropy in general fully endorses lying to get away with shit. Well, yeah, do it all the time. Also, kids. It stop rules. listening to our podcast. It's too adult for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember in like middle school, I had our a class. Podcast, this podcast is too grown up for you. It kids. is not for Honestly, children. Like, okay, I had an eye exam the other day, and the lady who was um re- like telling up the price for it or whatever, um, she had this like she had this really cute dress with like. Power Rangers Dino Charge on, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" She's like, "Yeah, I made it. My kids are really into it." I'm like, and she and she was like surprised that I knew what everything was. So I was like, "Oh, I have, I have like a Power Rangers podcast," and I no, that's when you lie and invent a younger cousin. I yeah. mean, I didn't tell her where to go, and she didn't ask where it was. So I think we're okay. Yeah, but she didn't. I mean, she was really friendly and nice. She was like, "Oh, that's cute." Yeah, because she she's a service worker. She her, has to be. Yeah. After I told her what. Hey, come on! I was not that lame. After I, told her, after I told her um that I did that, she was like, "Oh, what's your favorite series?" And I'm like, and then it got a little. That's when it got a little weird because like, oh, I like RPM because like you know it's got like a really good story, like uh, what kind yeah. of show. And then it got Emily, a little you awkward. You made some choices in your life. The podcast part was less awkward than that. <laughs> Yeah. So speaking of dumbest ways to injure yourself, I mean, I thought it was fine. She was, I mean, listen, I have a charisma about me that I think that it came across okay. Uh, yes, go ahead, Lexi. Sorry, I. You're assuming I have something. Oh, I thought you had something. I thought you had a good segue. I thought we were going into the next part. No, Lexi was no. just saying that Emily was an example of dumb ways to injure Oh, I, okay. I didn't understand what was happening. It's fine. I'm oh, distracted. <laughs> I did not get injured, okay? I mean, my, my wallet got injured because it was very expensive for Tom Tom's appointment, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Glasses are expensive. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so um, I guess moving on. Uh, fuck it. I, didn't, I don't have anything for... Uh, stalling so let's just dive into this episode wait you don't have a, a things to talk about you don't have nah. a you don't have a news mobile to morph oh boy that didn't work at all <laughs> 
mangle the name of a recently deceased man. I mean, I mentioned it, and I don't want to, like, belabor it, but Roxel, uh, Ro- Roxel Abelrod. <laughs> Sorry. Boy, I think that's a Kingdom Hearts what? character. You know, I'm glad that, you know, say what you want about Teenage's Attitude. They sure show respect for the dead yeah, on that podcast. Yeah, what the fuck, Zach? That's not, <laughs> oh, that's, come geez. on. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Axelrod passed away, which is very sad. Um, is it? I couldn't tell from how you talked about it. It's a bummer. <laughs> Luke, now you're being disrespectful. <laughs> That's uh, true. I will say I'm actually kind of happy that this is the episode we're doing because uh, if if you don't know, he he voiced Lord Zed and Finster, who both have like kind of a lot to do in this episode. Oh, geez, so it's I mean, they have Finster. a thing to do in this episode. Well, let's not. I mean, as not... compared to normal, yeah, in the last relative couple to seasons. what they get these days, yeah. Listen, I'm going to be, like, very praiseworthy this episode, and I want to have the caveat for Power Rangers, obviously. Like, it's not, like, amazing television, sure. but I have some good things to say. Oops, this is a fun sorry. episode. It's still Power yeah. Rangers, but yeah, it's fun. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Sorry. That's all I yeah, had. That's <laughs> it's sad. Okay, well. thank you, Zach. Yeah. I'm so glad we interrupted You're for you to mangle the name of a recently deceased man. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. So, today we are going to be talking about Power Rangers Zeo Season 1, Episode 43, King for a Day, Part 2. And if you are just joining us, go listen to the last episode first, you knucklehead. It's a (laughs) two-parter. Oh, wow. (laughs) Do it. It's important. Yeah, that's been the case in the past. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) This Not was... a lot happens on the last episode. If you very reasonably and rightfully said, fuck, no, that's like a two-hour podcast. I'm not doing that. Uh-huh. That's fair. Um, all you really need to know is Tommy was captured by the Machine Empire and hooked up to a completely not kinky, we swear, <laughs> brain device called the Brain Drain that basically wiped his memories. Tommy's a, Tommy's a himbo now. If, and, if, oh yeah, if you're familiar yeah. at all with um, Street Fighter, it's like when Ken became violent Ken and he was hooked up to a horny mind control device for it. <laughs> I will. Take your word for it. Are there not, <laughs> oh, hold on real quick. Is there non-horny mind control? Is there a way to make yes. it not horny? Probably. Yep. Uh, okay. Zach, have you played Final Fantasy fourteen? I have not. That's... Debatable. <laughs> mm, I don't want to have that debate. You're wrong. <laughs> we, can, we can move on. I was just curious. So, uh, yeah. So, we basically pick up where the last episode um, spun its wheels for most of the episode. Uh, Tommy is uh, in a, like, viewing box at this, like, monster coliseum that Prince Sprocket has built. And he... Uh, or is it Prince, or Prince Gasket? I get those two confused. Wait, is there a Prince Gasket? Whichever the older one is. Wait, the there's older an older Prince? Gasket. Yes. yes. Oh my god, Luke, you haven't been here oh, for a Luke, while. Oh, Luke, you haven't I been here for a little bit. This. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I saw I missed the Louis Kaboom memorial, but I didn't realize I missed the introduction of a new prince. You watched this episode, though, right? Or no? God, no. <laughs> god damn it, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Luke, all you need to know is... um. The the young prince has an older brother who is exiled, but okay. now that uh, King Mondo is 
missing, which is what they're saying, instead of dead. God, okay. Uh, he has he has shown up and is trying to prove I that he should be the king now. Okay, you know what? This is ringing a bell like from when I was a kid, not from any time right. recently because I haven't watched these episodes. <laughs> Perfect. Right. So sure. anyway, he's taken. Uh, basically amnesiac Tommy to this monster Coliseum and has told him that told Tommy that Tommy is the king of the machine empire. Okay. Um, Tommy bought this lie almost immediately with absolutely no real proof. <laughs> it's like that Futurama episode where they convince Fry he's a robot. <laughs> right. Yeah. They uh, show I'm... him like some really bad, like, edited footage of the Power Rangers destroying buildings, which is just the Power Rangers shooting and then showing footage of a building exploding. Yeah, they, they just cut <laughs> yeah, Tommy's just like, yeah, shot. okay, that checks out, I suppose. Uh, Power Rangers are evil, and uh, I am I guess that means I'm the king of the machine empire. Yeah, yeah sure. it's, that's some basic A to B logic. I don't see what the issue is. The thing to remember while watching this episode is that Tommy is not actually brainwashed. He's just yeah, he, amnesiac. Yep. And I got I went into a, a mad rant last week about how if you don't have memories, it kind of just reveals what per, kind of person you are at your core. Right. And um, what we're finding out about Tommy is he's a complete fucking rube. Yes, totally. Because he literally he basically baby ducked. Like, the first thing anybody told him, he just bought into wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, that will makes sense cling to me, though. to no matter what. <laughs> like, he has no good reason to believe uh, Prince Gasket over uh, Jason here, except that Gasket talked to him first. Did you talk mm-hmm. about how bad this plan is from Prince Gasket's perspective? Oh, yeah, no, it makes no sense, and he has to be making it up as he goes. Okay, good. <laughs> because I was like, wait, what is the long-term plan? Like, I what do you Frankie, do after you... I think Frankie was saying that it was a kink thing, the reason he was making Tommy the king and not him. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, he gets, yeah, he gets off <laughs> it sounds like on something Frankie uh, would being, say. like, the, the <laughs> puppet master. Okay, good. He's Yeah, he's Jafaring. And he it gets yeah. him turned on. I got it. All right, that's fine. I accept this. <laughs> okay, so yeah, to catch to catch everyone up from last week, uh, Jason managed to uh, get himself teleported to this coliseum and is trying to talk Tommy out of this whatever it is. Everyone assumes it's a mind control thing. Instead of having like uh, Tommy and Jason fight, which would be cool, they had Jason fight this monster that stole Tommy's powers. Maybe allegedly <laughs> they claim. <laughs> yeah. And- uh, Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's fine. Well, so so I was gonna, what I was gonna say is the other thing that's crazy about this is like again he immediately says hi, it's me. You know, Jason, we're friends. And he's like, well, you're a Power Ranger and you're evil. And so I'm going to kill you. Uh, so what, no matter what you say, I don't believe you, basically. like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they basically, when you like take away Tommy's memories, he just becomes a conservative. Oh, boy. <laughs> God. Well, yeah. apparently, I mean, they, does that just mean Jason David Frank's not acting in this episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, the other thing that happened between the last episode and this one is that we found out Jason David Frank is a huge gun nut, so cool. You're telling telling me the guy behind Jesus Didn't Tap (laughs) might be into some right-wing shit? I forgot about that! Boy, oh, boy. It's not surprising, I just didn't know it explicitly, so... He knows that, like, yeah, I guess he didn't tap, but, like, his hands were nailed down. (laughs) (laughs) He could! 
couldn't. He couldn't have. Much Luke, 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 much like most religious conservatives, he completely misses the point of what Jesus was actually all about. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like Jesus was up on the cross like, nope, fuck this. I'm not, I'm so tough. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to out. That's not, that's not the also, point. Also, like, not to, not to get too in the weeds here. This is more content for the future podcast I'm going to be announcing at the end of this show. But, like, <laughs> he does literally beg God not to make him go through with it the day before. He really doesn't yeah. want to. <laughs> no, I, he's, he's very human in the end of okay i knew this was coming yeah. uh, i i more or less agreed to this but uh fuck can i back out hey but i'm thinking about it this is going to really suck i listen i get it intellectually i'm with you <laughs> really just i'm thinking about it it's going to hurt a lot <laughs> oh luke yep yep, yep. Oh, okay God. so we were we opened this episode uh with basically them, them kind of sort of recapping what happened, yeah. and Tommy's just like, "All right, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight this guy myself." Perfect. And uh, yeah, no, Jason just continues to try and reason with him. He, you know, he he keeps calling out Tommy's name, which is I guess what you do with an amnesiac. Um, sure. And Tommy does kind of stutter at that, like it's. It's not getting through to him, but it's hitting something because he he seems a little confused by it. If uh, allegedly, it's hard to tell with Jason David Frank's acting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Rocky and and all the other Rangers who are watching says, "Oh, look, he reacted when he heard his name." So it's like, okay. Yeah. Sure. No, that's that's how we know. That's the yeah. only way we know. Uh, Jason makes the very. Um, simple argument of, "Hey, the, these guys." who are, you know, telling you all this stuff, they're they're tricking you. Like, they're just straight up lying to you. Uh, think about it, man. Like, they got a lot to gain here, and, like, they've given you, like, no proof. Right, yeah. They, like, also, uh, do you think that the empire that has a big coliseum to make things fight to the death is, like, probably good? <laughs> Question mark. That seems... <laughs> But you know, you know how it is to try and rationally argue with uh, uh, completely feelings-based belief systems. Sure, right. Uh huh. Um, I've heard yeah, the facts to... don't care about those. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no. Tommy. Tommy just decides to take the um, the barbarian's approach, and if something confuses you, just yell at it and yeah. then fight it, <laughs> and then punch it. Yeah, I, it's it is kind of cool to see Jason and Tommy get to fight again, even though like the show doesn't really make a big deal out of it. It's just me doing that kind of I think in my head. Cause... Do they even fight in this episode? Yeah, a no, little bit. I mean, they square off. Yeah, I don't it's think a... they actually fight. I well, thought like kind of like they do. Stuff but happens. We'll not see. Not very much. Anyways. Yeah. Well, so at this point, all they all they're doing is they they kind of square off. Um, we cut to the command center where they're just like, okay, we got to fix this somehow. And then we cut to the actual important plot in this episode. I forgot this happened and it's, okay, listen, the part where Bulk and Skull stand up to, uh, you know, the aliens at the end of, of In Space is great. Like, everybody knows that part. I love it. It's awesome. I forgot the part where Bulk and Skull 
do this, and this yeah, might no, be better, honestly. This oh, is I the love, best. I love this so much. <laughs> I, so Yeah, scene, me too. I love that scene that we're talking about. <laughs> well, we're going to get there, Luke. <laughs> okay. Well, so no, I know we were. We're just going in order, and we're all going to talk about the scene I've watched. <laughs> you already so, admitted you didn't watch at the start of the episode, Luke. What that sounds fooling? fake. <laughs> yeah, Emily, why would you? Why would you try to throw Luke under the bus like this? What's wrong? Oh Luke God. lives under the bus. That's where his house is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Zach. <laughs> so last last week, uh, podcast wise, it's been like three weeks or something here. Um, we met a alien dude, or possibly just a dude wearing a hollowed out lizard skin over his head like a hood. I mean, he it's hard is, to tell. He, he is an alien, but he might be human because the cosmology in Power Rangers is stupid. <laughs> so right. he is—he is explicitly. We find out this episode from another planet. Yes. Um, I, Emily, do you remember his name? Because I know you like this guy. Trider. Okay. Yeah, him. Uh, so this week we pick up with Bulk and Skull talking to him, and uh, Bulk wants to know who he is. And Skull wants to know what he is, because despite all the monsters they've fought, they don't really have a lot of experience with straight-up aliens. Yeah, that's true. And I can understand them being like, okay, the only things we've seen that aren't, like, human have been trying to kill us. So is this guy trying to kill us? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They, they, though, honestly, they're pretty open to the fact that he's a good guy, considering that normally they do just get shot at slash... Well, I mean, to be something. fair, they're in prison. If he wants to kill him, he's just going to be able to do it. So well, they've true. got no choice but to go with him. Uh, so they exchange names and um, home worlds. Which, which is a very hilarious scene where they're like, we're from Earth. And he's like, I'm sorry to hear that. And they're like, hey! <laughs> yeah. and he's like, it's, that's, that's not what I meant. And like, like this scene is freaking hilarious. Like, it, it helped that I was high when I watched it. <laughs> but, like, it was yeah, fucking amazing. Help, Emily. <laughs> it was really funny. I love this scene. It is this funny. Is I agree. The best Balkan Skull shit we've gotten in a very long time. If ever. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, Tridor uh, explains basically the plot of Power Rangers Zeo to Balkan Skull. Yeah. Which is, which is just, hey, yeah, there's a machine empire. Uh, they want to destroy Earth. Yeah, and, and he's like, that's why I said, I'm sorry, I wasn't just shitting on Earth, though that would be pretty funny. <laughs> so, I do find it interesting that this guy has heard of Earth and heard of the Machine Empire, but has not apparently heard of the Power Rangers. Well, yeah, um, he, he like, knows who they are in terms of, like, Gasket hates them, but that's all he seems to really know right, about because, them. Right, because, yeah, because he's just like, yeah, so Gasket... You know, takes all the best warriors and puts them in uh, in an arena. And he's like, so if you guys are here, you guys must be the fiercest warriors on Earth. Solid and, logic. Fair. Right. Yeah. And um, Skull's about to, you know, just tell him the truth that they accidentally got sucked into one of the Power Rangers and wound up here. <laughs> but, um... But Bulk, you know, ever ever seeing an angle is just like, oh yeah, no, we're the best, bravest, most powerful warriors on our planet. And okay. dude's just like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, look, I know that Bulk is like, okay, I know Bulk is supposed to be kind of a con artist, like he's not good at it, but yes, like you said, he's always looking for an angle. 
What? What does he have to gain <laughs> by telling okay. this alien? This honestly, this is less of a con. Oh yeah, I guess what do you bulks? have to gain from impressing an alien? You're right. Who would want to do that? <laughs> See, this is. I feel like this is less of a con and more of just Bulk's ego, which has always been a thing. Sure, that's true. Like he's always claiming to be the best at whatever thing he's decided he's going to do. Um, it's clear he doesn't really even believe this one, but he still wants to impress this dude because. This dude doesn't know that he's bulk from bulk and skull. Right. This sure. is one chance to make an impression on somebody without his reputation preceding him. Hi, I'm bulk from and skull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's like, great. Since you're awesome warriors, you'll help me escape and just de- and destroy Prince Gasket's plan. And they're like, oh, uh, <laughs> to their credit, they are terrified at this notion, but they do not try to back out of it. I mean, you can't now. You can't go, sorry, I lied. We're What's chumps. the alternative? Like, what else are they going to do? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you're right. I guess if they had said, like, no, we're just weaklings, like, then either he doesn't escape with them or he just eats them or, like, you don't know. He's a weird lizard man. Right. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, it's a little judgmental, but okay. They're well, okay. playing this exactly right. Yes, sure. Fair enough. Which is a decision I came to an hour ago when I watched this episode beforehand. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Sounded like a reasoned and considered one. So we cut to the moon where the entire family has managed to steal cable for a pay-per-view wrestling match and is gathered around the TV on the front lawn to watch it's it. very so good. Gay. This image of them all just crowded around the TV. <laughs> Luke, oh, I, I love it so much. Luke, I, I know you missed it, but there was like a two second shot that wasn't even like it wasn't part of the plot or anything where uh, Zed was literally just grilling hot dogs. And it was the best <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so, Would a grill yeah, even so, work on the moon? Don't you need oxygen for the flames? There is oxygen. There's oxygen on the moon. In, Power, oh. in Power Rangers, there is oxygen on the moon. Oh, I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> They all have, everyone on everyone just has that gum from DuckTales. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah, so Zed and Rita are literally giddy over the the possibility that the Rangers could be defeated here. Um but uh, they Rita and Rita Rita is excitedly talking about, "Hey, you know, with the Power Rangers out of the out of the way, we can finally gain control of the entire Earth." And then something dawns on Zed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he asks Rita to repeat herself, and she realizes, too, they're not in charge anymore. Yeah, they don't get shit. If the the Rangers are defeated, the Machine Empire wins, and they get nothing. Yep. And and in fact, they will then double be stuck on the moon. Yeah, they're frankly in a pretty AVP-type situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because, like, defeating the Power Rangers is one thing. Defeating an entire empire... Yeah, like I, I really love this scene. Like it's it's really fun seeing them be like, like have that sudden realization that if the Power Rangers lose, they lose, and then them realizing they have to help the Power Rangers and being so disgusted by that fact that Rita faints. I, yes. I love it. This is this yeah. is great. Well, I was going to continue content. summarizing summarizing the scene, but I guess we don't need to. So moving on. Oh, I <laughs> say, summarize it. A... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm on the podcast too. Yeah. <laughs> I will say it's a little um, confusing because 
Like, they already had to root for the Power Rangers in the very canonical movie. <laughs> so I don't really understand why they're throwing such a fit about it this time. You know... I mean, it's gotta still hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not like they like it now that they already I'm had to do it once. I'm saying they didn't faint last time, you know? Well, they were they were in a snow globe, right? Yeah. So, you know, they were... They're, there's like... Nope, I don't know why that would be different. I got nothing. Never mind. <laughs> you can't, everyone knows you can't faint in a snow globe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You really don't know where of I was course. going. Thank you, Zach, <laughs> for that conventional wisdom <laughs> that didn't even need to be brought up because everybody knows it. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm a, I'm a helper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we cut back to the Monster Coliseum where Tommy and Jason are still just squaring off and saying, no. You gotta listen to me. No! You gotta listen to me. No! Yeah, pretty much. And then they sort of scuffle and kick towards each other while still saying, you gotta listen to me. No! Yeah. They do fight a little, but it is not very much. And so a couple of the cogs are watching, and they're like, well, this is gonna be over pretty soon. Go get the next... Go get the next guys. (laughs) Um, This is the best escape plan of all time. (laughs) (laughs) there's never been a better escape plan so thank god it's just fucking cogs taking care of this because (laughs) this cog falls for the very advanced uh (laughs) technique of guy waiting around the corner from the door who (laughs) jumps him when he walks into the room it's so good (laughs) you like the best part is just that the shot is like doesn't it's like (laughs) hey remember he's right here don't worry about it so like his the, super, the he's he's just like it's just barely away from him looking at the camera and going shh yeah yep 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 it's so good um, and also the cog has to actually like unlock and unlatch the gate and stuff so it's this very long scene of him unsuspectingly opening the door and then just getting beamed yeah um uh tri- what's his name Triton Tri Trider, Trider, just kicks his cog's ass and takes its its yeah, big hilarious it's, key ring, which I always love <laughs> when the I really, like, yeah, I really like that the the buckets call are like yeah yeah get him they're like super pumped about this like, I mean excited. if we didn't they would be taken by some sort of alien machine I know, man it's just, it's just fun I yeah, like it it's <laughs> I also like I know it's the Machine Empire and their whole shit is they don't make sense but like. I do, I really love when you have an entire empire of machines, that's their whole thing, and we don't have, like, you know, swipe access cards, or it's like a big fucking key ring, and that's just very funny to me for some reason. Yeah, no, the fact that this whole thing has a sort of, um, Renfair aesthetic is very fun. Listen, they're going for a certain aesthetic, they're, like, like... Gasket's kind of into that kind of thing, you know. He likes to have the anachronistic, you know. He wants to well, sit immune. Well, the whole thing with the—I'm sure you mentioned it—but the whole thing with the like Coliseum world also is it's got like an orange filter on it, so they're really hitting the like oh. swords and sandals yeah, type I, thing. Yeah, this could be yeah, a Zeta I do War need the to... episode. <laughs> yeah, I do need to call out this show. Uh, this episode of the show for having just the worst fucking lighting. Oh, the bad. moon yeah. stuff is so dark; it's hard to actually like follow what's going on. the o- The orange filter on all the Coliseum stuff is just unpleasant to look at. 
Yeah. It's one of those things that I th- I'm sure didn't look great when before we knew what HD looked like, but now sure. it's like really bad. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it was offset a bit by the snow that was probably coming coming on right, your CRT yeah. over the air, yeah. but you know. <laughs> So we cut to the command center, and they're continuing to watch this feed that's being like forcibly put on the viewing globe. I'm not really sure why they have this footage, but Billy well, it's realizes just on TV. They're just watching TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so Billy's like, "Hey, wait a minute. This has to be coming from somewhere." Zordon, do you think the video signal is strong enough for us to like trace back to the source, and then we can just you know go there and? <laughs> Zordon's response is I'm not sure it might land you in another dimension and you'll never find your way back (laughs) which is like Zordon buddy is that what happened to you did you like did you like pirate some cable and then like jump (laughs) jump onto the signal and get stuck in this time warp yeah it's not (laughs) like I I my favorite version of Zordon being a dick is when it just seems like he doesn't give a shit, which is uh-huh. kind of this, where it's like, I yeah. don't know, whatever, maybe. Who knows? It's like, yeah, it's like, wait, is this is this just his answer for everything? Like, hey Zordon, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go to this go to the store. Do you need anything? And he's like, well, <laughs> no, but be careful because you might it, you might get stuck in an alternate dimension and never be able to come back. If you don't use the right coupons, you'll never return to this plane. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use the fucking coupons, Zordon. I know. Oh, uh, Mike, uh, who could not be here today, wanted me to mention um, this is the last episode with David Yost on set. Billy, the character, will still appear. Yeah. But this so is he the- is disappearing into another dimension. Yeah, so Billy's oh, going to disappear. He did. He did. I mean, go to another dimension where he'll never return from. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we joke. And like it's funny and stuff, but like it is mentioned that like he walks off the set and just yeah, doesn't that, come back. Ooh. Yes, it's like it's not like we've it's, talked. Yeah, we've talked about it's it before. Stuff. He was being harassed for his sexuality, yep. and this is yep, the yep. last time he is on set. So just it's worth noting. Yeah, absolutely. Like definitely on his side in this. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. <laughs> but so in other words, that line was added as like maybe that's how we write him off. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, um, the ranger, the rangers are all just kind of like, well, we got to try. Um, it seemed like talking to Tommy was kind of getting through to him, so maybe if we all talk to him, we can we can do it. So Billy's like, all right, well, you guys should probably morph beforehand, just so, like you can go and ready for whatever. So we get a morphing sequence, and uh, they teleport to the location where the you know gateway or whatever was <laughs> and then they're just like actually you know what never mind it's not gonna work yeah and then billy's like oh i thought i had it but i don't i lost the lock or whatever this is such a weird like series of decisions they make where they bring up a possibility and are explicitly like yeah you can try it it's risky but you can try it and then they're like well nope i guess we can't do it and then in the very next scene, yeah. well, so we cut back to the moon, right? Where Zed is like, "Damn it, fuck it! How do we? God, how do we help the Power Rangers?" <laughs> yeah, he definitely has and that energy. Fitz, and then 
Finster, which I really hope recording this was like on The Simpsons when Dan Castellaneta is just doing an entire conversation by himself. Yeah. yeah. Finster is also voiced by uh, Robert Axelrod, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There, he yeah. is oh. talking to himself in this scene. Yes. Yeah. So Finster's, Finster's just like, uh, I have an idea. And then instead of saying it, he poses a riddle to... <laughs> Possibly the person who has the least patience in the universe for riddles. <laughs> for riddles and japes. I, I, I do like that Zed, he's not stupid, but like he does not have patience. Just fucking tell me. What? Yeah, what yeah, is no, it? It's, like, it's not that he couldn't figure it out. It's that he refuses to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so Finster's just like, well, what's more annoying than one Power Ranger? You right like, now, you jackass. Tell me what the solution is. <laughs> Goldar, Goldar tries to answer, or Rito, I couldn't tell which, and Rita's just like, no, not you, you dummies. <laughs> and uh, so just like, t- just, you know, just fucking tell me, what is it? And it's just like, five Power Rangers. And Rita's just like, what? Just fucking tell us your plan, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Finster's just like, well, if all the Power Rangers were there, uh, they, Gasket might have trouble, you know, actually going through with this plan. Like, it'll it'll fuck up, fuck up something, probably. Like, you throw more Power Rangers at it, it'll do something. <laughs> it, it is funny to me that they don't at any point mention go, uh, and, you know, if it doesn't work, they'll just all be dead, and that's also fine. Like, nobody right, ever yeah. really says that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a win-win for them at that point. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, they want they they want the Rangers to win because if the, if the if the Rangers lose, then then they lose too. Yeah, totally. Because, That's like, true. Because like because even if the Rangers if the Rangers win, like sure they still have to deal with the Rangers, but. The Rangers aren't, like, super active in destroying them. They got time to rebuild, you know what I mean? Well, and like, if the Rangers <laughs> lose, like, if the Rangers lose, they have to fight someone who can beat the Power Rangers. Right. Yeah. Which, we don't want that. Zed <laughs> right. and Rita would rather be the villains constantly getting their ass kicked by the Power Rangers for the rest of time than be on the sidelines watching another Empire succeed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so... Anyway, yeah, Finster's just like, yeah, I, I've, I've got this, this device that could, you know, potentially teleport something somewhere, but I really don't have much, enough power to do it once. Yeah, yes. And they're like, yeah, okay, I guess send the Power Rangers there. Like, I mean, you could send us there. Like, we've got a, <laughs> one of the most powerful witches and sorcerers in the galaxy. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, we could probably That's fuck crazy. some shit up. I mean, no. like, they did run away from the Machine Empire, so they're afraid of them, I guess. It's just it's just a handful of their old monsters and the exiled prince. Like it's not the entire might of the it, machine empire. It is yeah, kind of sure. weird because like they just a couple episodes ago they were like, why don't we just fucking storm the palace? Like we are two of the most the most powerful badasses in the universe. Like, but but like why was that different than when they just ran away? Like I don't well, really so, yeah, yeah. It's here's strange. so here's the psychology of Zed and Rita. They have big ambitions and are easily dismayed by setbacks. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> yeah. they are extremely powerful. It's just that they're like, ah, well, you know, it'll it'll probably I mean, we've seen work. it. When they're going week after week after the Power Rangers, they just get 
lazy and petty and stop <laughs> caring. I think they have confidence issues. I think they've lost <laughs> their, like... But the flip side of that is they have the memories of a goldfish. Yes. And after more than a couple of weeks away from the grind, they have once again convinced themselves that they are invincible and unstoppable. Of course. In Narita's case, that's a survival mechanism, because how else was she going to live through 10,000 years in that dumpster? True, absolutely. Like, it makes sense. Plus, you know... A woman in the universe-destroying business has to, you know, <laughs> do whatever she can to, to stay on top. You, know, you destroy a... twice as much and get paid half as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, breaking through that villain's glass ceiling is not easy. Mm-hmm. Preach it, sister. Breaking through glass. that glass dumpster. Glass spike ceiling. <laughs> no. no, I got it, glass dumpster. Okay, thanks. Yeah, no, Luke did good. Gold star for Luke. Perfect. So Zed gives Spencer the go-ahead. He's like, yeah, dump them all right in his lap. Fuck it up. Oh, also, it's fine, and I don't care, but it is funny that, they're, that like, they, the writers clearly were like, well, what can we have them do to help? I guess this, the Power Rangers teleporter doesn't work this yeah, episode. Yeah so, yeah, so this is going back to my complaint when the scene started. Um, they introduced a plan. All right, we'll, we'll follow this signal and teleport to the location. Then immediately said, well, looks like we can't do that plan, so that another third party could then do that plan for them. Right. Also, this is something that happens twice in this episode. Uh, The Power Rangers get um, teleported, obviously, that's about to happen. They never question, like, they do say, like, how did that happen? But they don't seem to care or really oh, work. No, they they're, never pull on that thread. They're just like, oh, hey, there's a thread there. No, and then at the end, I mean, well, we'll talk about that one. But basically, yeah. a, a second thing happens that's similar where, like, something. We'll get there. Some outside force saves them, and they're just like, neat. And that's it, really. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, the, the Church of Zordon does, like, actively discourage questioning things. Yeah, Zordon does not like you to have critical thinking. That is true. <laughs> so, we cut to Bulk and Skull and Trider. You know, and, that, that trio um, that everyone knows and loves, that classic and, <laughs> group, Bulk and Skull and Trider. This shot here, like, you were talking earlier about the darkness and everything, and oh. making it look really bad. Like, this looks like a Sega CD game right now. <laughs> frankly, <laughs> frankly yeah, when the light sure. levels yeah. are low, at the resolution of this video, you cannot tell that Bulk and Trider are in this scene. You can barely tell Skull is. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> uh, so, they're, yeah, so they're marching down a dark corridor. And um, uh, they're just kind of, you know, doing that thing where you talk about the plan so that the audience can get caught up. Right. Uh, Luke, do you want to? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, Trader's, Trader's just like, all right, so you guys are going to be covering me for this. So, like, keep an eye out. You never know what could be, you know, creeping up on us. Did he say and what his we... plan was, which was to smash the, like, force? The... I, we're, we're getting to that. Like, okay, right now, you. like. They finally get out of the dark corridor and are ducked behind some co- waist-high cover. And Skull and Bulk have, like, fucking cog limbs as weapons, which is great. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just, they're literally, like, holding an arm and a leg. At this, so as they're crouched, Skull has, is holding the leg like a fucking bazooka. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Um. Also, Trider has the cog's head. Like, this is all oh, they yeah, had available. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they ask, so what's that? What is the plan actually? And Trader's like, okay, twofold mission. Step one, 
destroy the brain drain device. Uh, I, I I refuse to stand by and see a warrior, another warrior get, you know, taken advantage of by Gasket. And then Bo- Skull's like, uh, number two is we get out of here, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, okay, well, number two is disintegrate the force field over the arena, because if we don't do that, we can't escape. Yeah. Yeah, they have and a... And they're like, yeah, okay, okay, good, good. I like it. Anti-teleportation and, uh, force field thingy. Yeah, and so... Uh, Duder's like, yeah, uh, you guys are really brave. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you guys are with me. And at, this is where Bulk does the thing you'd expect Bulk to do, which is realizing <laughs> how dangerous this is and trying to back out of it. He says yes. he's got a he's got a little bit of a sports in- injury, but they just keep going, so he's forced to stick with them. Yeah, and there are a bunch of cogs behind them, so it's like it's not like he could just turn around anyway. Yep. <laughs> yep. Only way for only way through is forward. So we cut back to the command center, and Billy and Alpha are still trying to hone in on the signal that just mysteriously stopped working for un- reasons that will never be explained. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, the Power Rangers start teleporting, and Alpha's like, "Billy, you did it!" and Billy clearly hasn't been training with Zordon long enough because instead of taking credit for it, he's... (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, I zoned out for a second. The idea that we're still talking about the process of them teleporting is, uh... Well, it's like... I mean, we're ten minutes into the show, and we haven't actually developed the plot at all yet. Yeah, it's like four or five minutes of the episode, basically. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so they... (laughs) Yeah, they're like Zed. Zed's like, "Hey, Finster, did your did your thing work?" And Finster's like, "Uh, yeah, but it's pretty much busted now." Um, so you know, we can't use it for anything now. <laughs> really glad we wasted our one shot at teleporting somewhere on you know the Power Rangers, right? Which again, they were like mad they're stuck on the moon. I guess they could have used it for that, but whatever. Like, yeah, they could have just left. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But but <laughs> Zed does take this moment to be like. He like he cheers for the Power Rangers and then sort of catches himself and is like, "But yeah, but soon we're gonna work. It's our turn to be evil again." <laughs> Go Power Rangers! I'll destroy you. Yeah, exactly. I always, I always love when the villains have to help the heroes out somehow. Like, or especially it's really when it's fun. fun. Especially when you've got somebody like Zed who is so good at being like, I hate this so much, basically. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, anytime Zed is inconvenienced by something and frustrated by it is a fun time for everyone. Yes. Yeah. I love it. All right, so we finally get to the action. Yeah. Uh, Jason and Tommy have continued to not really actually fight and are still standing at opposite <laughs> ends of the arena saying, Tommy, believe me, no. I think the only time we get to see them fight is when they're on the screen for the moon crew, and that's it. Basically. So then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the rest of the Power Rangers teleport. We know this because Tommy says, the rest of the Power Rangers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Aha, the rest of the Power Rangers. It's very, an- there's actually a lot of times in this where Tommy sounds like he's doing anime dubbing in like an old, <laughs> old anime. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it's very bad for, voiceover. Uh, it, it, so it's really, it's really like, ironic. Oh, thank God you guys are here. And yeah. I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah are you okay? And he's like, he's trying to catch them up. And they're like, oh yeah, no, we saw it on TV. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so Tommy's just like, okay, now I can destroy all of you and end your evil forever. And uh, Archerina and Gasket just kind of, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, Luke, uh, Prince Gasket also has a uh, girlfriend. She's a, uh-huh. a sexy woman robot who fires mind control. Love arrows. Yeah. Great. Yep. Yep. She's, oh, yeah, she's, I, she's, she's the best. I love her. Horny robot design. Yep. For sure. Uh, yeah, all the rangers are just like, oh, we, there's got to be some way to get get through to him. And uh, Gasket's like, all right, my king, it's time to execute them. And the ranger's like, wait, we know. We'll all say Tommy, believe us. And then Tommy says no. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> when he's fighting them and he's kind of winning against all five because they're, you know, they're not trying to hurt yeah, him. I mean, they're pulling like, their punches. They don't want to actually hurt him. Right, yeah. Yeah. I feel like th- between the five of them, they could, like, hold him down. Oh, yeah, no. They, they, of all people, should know that all they need to do is grab his arms. Yeah. <laughs> it is the most powerful There's move. no way that's a memory-based trait. That's innate. Well, he's not near a bag that they can, him, like, you know? steal, like, make him leave behind. So, you know, I don't know if it works. Oh, <laughs> uh, So, yeah, they, they just kind of half-heartedly scuffle with him for a bit. Um, we then cut to the escape team. <laughs> escape team. Uh, Hell they yes. have they have arrived at a caged computer console. Triton's like, "Hey, I think this is it." And B- Bulker Skull asks, "Hey, how do we how do we know which is the the thing for the brain drain device?" And Triton's like, "Well, we don't, but I'm just gonna you know destroy the whole thing, and I'm I'll probably gonna... take care of it." Yeah, there's no there's no bad op. There's like you can't fuck it up more by destroying both of them. Like you destroy the life support. Yeah. Uh, there's no li- you don't need life support. His plan yeah, is, is Why would they His need plan life support? His plan is basically just like I'm gonna make a big explosion. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. So a whole bunch of cogs have shown up in the area, and Trent's like, "Okay, you guys are gonna be watching my back, so uh, keep keep them busy." And they're like, "Um." Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. This uh, leads to some is, of the best Balkan Soul content, though. Yeah. They're yeah. They're like uh. Yeah, Skull is really, really scared, but Bulk's, uh, Bulk's ego kicks back, and he's like, all right, buddy, we can take him. Come on. So, uh, Triton, like, hops back in, hops into the cage, and then, like, latches it again. So, like, they're trapped out there right, with the cogs. <laughs> and he's just like, good luck. And they're like, oh, shit. And we get... They- an honest to god Bulk well, and Skull fight scene, and, and it's we will so get one good. of those. We yeah. will get one of those. But first, we've got Triton uh, punching some some computer consoles. Yes, and throwing shit around, and just yeah. I don't want to miss that because he like yells like a barbarian as he does it. It's it's good. <laughs> he's, oh, he's, he's enjoying a, his he's job. He's a space barbarian. Like that's what he is, and yeah, no, that's fine. It's so good. He pulls a fucking piece of console out, waves it around over his head like it's a goddamn tr- war trophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's great. Uh, so, yeah, then we get a scene of Balkan Skull Jackie Channing their way through a cog fight. That's totally it's what so it is. It's so good. It's... And I, want, I wish there was so many more of these. Like, yeah. this is such good comedy and, like, action. Like, I love it. Bulk tries to pick up some giant tank and to, like, throw at them, but obviously can't because it's super heavy. So then he, like, ducks behind it, and the cogs run at him, at, but, like, 
he ducks on he ducks to like avoid them and they go over and hit the wall and he's just like ah planned it all along yeah of course <laughs> yeah yeah and skull uh, gets an honestly pretty cool like jumping out of the way of attacks scene that i really like it's yeah, it's really well done, like, choreography for, like, a slapstick action. You yeah, said no, it was like, Jackie Channing is totally, like, that's exactly what it is. It's all yeah, those. Yeah, because it's, like, yeah. it's, that, it's that specific style of fighting where you're not, you're, all your body language is not uh, conveying fight. It's conveying, like, trying to avoid a fight. Bulk and Skull don't want any trouble. No. Ex- yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, like, because, like, Skull hops up on a, a drum, like, he's trying to get away, but then the drum tips over, and as he backs up, he, like, kicks it into the cogs, and then, uh, and then, like, okay, and then we cut, never mind. Well, yeah. well there's more of the scene later. He kind of, he kind of goes, like, yeah, like, he's all happy he did it, and, like, yeah, that matters. I will say that that cog, uh, does the little, like, electric thing that think that means he's dead so skull ha- takes out at least one cog dead yeah no <laughs> like, skull has a confirmed kill yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so the the stalemate with tommy is going about as you'd expect and cat's like hey i've gotten an idea oh boy she's like there's only one thing left to do and i thought she was going to hold up a mirror and be like, Tommy, don't you see? You're a Power Ranger, too. <laughs> Which I feel like would solve this entire problem. You, you I know mean, it's, you know I, what's really I really f- like what does happen, though. Do you know what's really fucked up? I didn't even consider that. Like, it honestly <laughs> never crossed my mind. <laughs> I was watching part one. I was convinced that's how this was going to end. Tommy was going to see that he's a Power Ranger too, and start questioning everything. <laughs> and Gasket would be like, no, no, it's a, it's, it's, it's a trick. The Power Rangers are just trying to make you think you're one of them. I mean, that's a good guess because it's like completely logical. <laughs> but I just didn't think about yeah, it at no, all. Yeah, no, it makes more sense than what does happen here, which... Cat yeah. decides to depower. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's like, I, I thought, like, I was actually kind of like, like, again, it's Power Rangers. It's not, like, amazing storytelling, but for Power Rangers, this is pretty confident storytelling where she's like, he has to see our faces. He has to see us as people, and then he'll remember us as people. Like, we're just faceless costumes. Like, if we confront him with our actual selves and he'll remember us and it's actually really well done okay, okay. I, will, I, will say, super, I agree with you i like the gist of it armor. it's fine you did watch this while you were high so you know <laughs> i mean i i would cassie watch it too and i was talking to michael while watching and they kind of had the same response like yeah all right, cool. all right all right i like it so, i will say that one of the so, things go ahead sorry no that's fine i was gonna continue the episode recap what were you gonna say I was just going to say, the the one thing that does kind of kill me is, well, go ahead and I'll bring it up when we get there. Okay, so Kat takes off her, her you know, power armor or whatever, and uh, Prince Gasket just shoots her dead. <laughs> <laughs> the end. End of show. I mean, sure, but like, ah, like, it, like she, she hugs him and like... And so, like it's very, yeah, so it's what very actually happens ending. is, instead of this arena full of the Power Rangers most uh, hateful enemies yeah. who want nothing more than to destroy the Power Rangers. They'll just kind of stand there and watch as this now fleshy human, yeah. who we're gonna find out cannot reactivate her powers, I mean, uh, just you're not wrong. just stands there and uh, is 
is like, no, I know, I know, the power of friendship will 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 save Tommy. Yes, of and, course. Yeah, yeah, which cute. is which is <laughs> admittedly a very on brand for Power Rangers thing. For sure. Uh, she walks up to Tommy and he goes to punch her, but like can't. Yeah. Um, uh, his his fists just stop, and she goes and hugs him, and he's like, he's like clench clenching his hands and just like, I should be trying to destroy you. <laughs> What's going on? Like she says her name, and he like recognizes it, but doesn't know why he recognizes it. Right, and like it's very clearly actually getting through. So here are the two things I was gonna say. Now we're here. One is. Again, please keep in mind that Tommy is not under mind control. So right. the fact that his hand like physically stops <laughs> when he tries to hit Cat is like, no, he just can't remember. It's not like it's a listen, magic spell. Listen, <laughs> Tommy's Dragonzord brain knows that the everything he's been told is fake, but his you know, squishy, squishy ape brain doesn't right. know that. <laughs> yeah, squishy. Wait, but the ape yes. was, but the ape wasn't his zord, though. I'm I, I, I mixed my metaphors. That's it's whatever. It's him battling with with what he's been told versus his familiarity with her that he can't understand. Right. Right. Yeah. Like instinctually, on some instinctual level, like he recognizes these people as friends, and it's only it's only his like decision making part of his brain that thinks they're enemies. So like he's fighting his own instincts here. So yeah. it's, so instead of his reptilian brain, he has a dragon sword brain. That's what you meant. And, that was, and yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. That was yeah. his one partner is comforting him and trying to get him out. His other partner demorphs his boyfriend, and he starts getting through to him too, and it's working even better. <laughs> yeah, no the 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 subtext of this entire of this two parter is one hundred percent that Jason, Cat, and Tommy are in a three way relationship. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, what? So th- that actually leads into the other thing I was going to say, which is that. I think for the most part, it's fine that they don't really hit on the fact that, you know, some some characters are in a relationship. It is weird when Cat demorphs and it and doesn't say like hi, you know, I love you or anything like that. Yeah, no, it's try. It's very clearly doing the you know the power of love from like your yeah. his romantic partner is what will get through to him thing, but skirting around those exact words in a way that kids wouldn't notice, but as an adult seems a little funny. Well, and, and again, because of that, it lends credence to the Jason thing. Right, because exactly. It's, yeah. it's the same language. Yep. Yeah. Because uh, yep, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he says he says bro instead of boyfriend, but it's pretty much pretty much listen. otherwise exactly. Yeah, you know that can be a term of endearment for that. That's fine. Like, hey, hey, bro, let's kiss, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's do some kissing, bro. <laughs> Just dudes being dudes. <laughs> I I I love so much the idea of like <laughs> two dudes making out and then just like fist pounding or oh, whatever. Like, I, it's I, so good. I yeah. Uh. I, I have something related to that that I'll tell you after this okay. is not appropriate for the podcast. <laughs> okay. Wow, I think you're I think you're not being fair to many of the questionable to terrible okay. decisions okay, we've fine. made on this Delete podcast. This if it's if it's too much, but I was I was per, I was viewing an erotic film okay. between <laughs> two men, and the guy literally says like, "Oh, I'm gonna come, bro," and I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, rightfully so. That's hilarious. It's, wow. it's so good. 
Oh, dude, I'm gonna come, bro. <laughs> oh, super, super here for uh, fucking alpha male, stupid, uh, gay love. I love that it's so really much. Funny. That's perfect. Oh, so. Anyway, getting back to the, this episode of Power Rangers, um, the other Rangers do demorph and all kind of come up to Tommy, and he's like, "I, I still can't really remember what's going on, but I, I feel like on I, I know that you guys are telling the truth somehow." Yeah. Well, yes, he does do that, but also he like clutches his head and screams and pounds the ground because, yeah, like, he's violent, Ken. <laughs> well, it's just as. The- I mean, that's just who Tommy is. Every time he's, like, trying to do math homework and doesn't get it, he does the same thing. Yeah, that's true. It's just that's not, like, I understand when you're trying, that that's, like, how you show this person trying to break out from this evil spell or whatever. But it's just a weird, like, I can't remember. Like, well, okay, it's, it's so, over the top I feel and like dramatic, the show. and it doesn't, it doesn't earn it, but, like, like, I don't know, I, I, like, it's very anime, and I love anime, so I'm just like, oh, yeah, this oh. is good content. Like, yeah, no. I, I oh, yeah, I'm sure like, if you're high, it's great. I, I, like, he's not, uh, he's not doing good acting, thing... but this is the best of non-evil Tommy acting we've gotten out of Jason David Frank. Certainly the most, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, they don't outright say it, and, like, their messaging on what this actually is is really bad, but the fact that um, Triton... Tritor, whatever, uh, said that uh, part of the plan was to destroy the brain drain device. Oh, right. Kind of makes me feel like maybe there's some sort of like lasting effect from it that like it's running and still doing something to him. Okay. Maybe preventing him from fully connecting with his memories even as they're trying to reawaken them. That makes sense. Kind of explain his reaction here. Yes, totally. That makes sense. Uh, then Tommy straight up pulls a gun on Cat, which I sometimes forget they yeah, have no, guns. Like, <laughs> I, well, use I them will say her, never. her facial acting here is like real. Like that's actually pretty good. Like she, she yeah, looks no, like I mean, like someone just pointed a gun it, at her. The, the Pink Rangers <laughs> tend to be the only real good actors on this show most that of the is, time. That is true. Yeah. Um, I do on paper at least like the way this scene is set up where like Tommy's kind of rapidly altering between like embracing them and trying to fight them. Yeah. Where he's like at war with himself. Cause like, well, while they're all hugging him, like he backs up at one point and tr- throws a couple of fists in the air towards them and then just sort of backs off. Like, Oh, I don't want to actually hurt you guys. And yeah. So he's gotten, he's gotten to the point now that we get to in all of these sorts of things where you know, he's completely deranged and pulls a gun and is like, I, I don't know if I'm going to shoot you or myself, but I got to end this somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It, That's it's, basically what happens. No, it's great. And also, uh, he he finally breaks it and, uh, you know, Prince Gaskin is like, kill them. And he's, he's no. Yeah. No. Cat. Cat gets to do the fun thing where you grab grab the gun oh, and right, yeah. force it down slowly, being like, "Yeah, you might pull the trigger at any point here, but I am going to, uh, but I am going to do what I can to stop you from doing this, right? Even if it kills me." 
So, yeah, then he he does finally shake it off and says, like, suck it, gasket. Which I'm choosing to believe is the exact moment when uh, Tritor manages to actually destroy the brain drain device. I'm down with that. Right. It would make sense. He So, yeah, at this point, Gasket's like, well, I guess now that they're all depowered, um, we can kill them. Yeah. yeah, sure. Well, you'd think so. Uh, he teleports, I think yeah, he teleports all doing, the monsters but, into yeah. the arena. Right. Well, I say all. Oh, their budget allows them to have, like, four. You also think that, like, oh, we're here. The leader of the bad guys is right there. Let's just morph and kill him. Well, but they can't. So, because... no, we'll get there. We'll, we'll answer that, that, that yeah. suggestion. That one doesn't get addressed. Uh-huh. So we cut back to Trider uh, just going fucking ape shit on this on this room there's a huge explosion it might be the biggest explosion they've ever done on the show it's giant it's really funny he's he's just ripping electronics apart and screaming and bulk and skull get to do a dive away from an explosion which is wonderful yes oh and then they turn around and like uh traitor traitor like, there's no way anyone could have survived that. I for and sure thought he was dead. Well, how <laughs> so did they? Because then, because Bulk I knew turns to Skull. Bulk turns to Skull and just like, oh. Yeah. And then we cut back to the arena. Yeah. Um, Where the Rangers now all demorphed, Tommy including, because Tommy's just like, well, I guess now that I believe you guys, I too will take off my power armor for no reason. Real quick, uh, very fast fashion corner. This is the worst Tommy's ever looked. He's barefoot, A. Uh, He's got big, baggy, red plaid pants and a red... uh, um, To be fair, he was was kidnapped when he was jet skiing. Sure, that's true. (laughs) I just, the fact that he's barefoot, I don't know. I don't. It's not a good look, but I hey, need you, you know to think that? back to some of Tommy's looks before you say okay. this is the worst. He's had a lot of bad looks. This yeah, is and you know what? Barefoot is legal. So how about you lay off? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. It's yeah. He... Wow, Luke, I didn't realize you cared so much about bare feet. <laughs> I just think he looks like a trash bag. That's all. It's. Fine. I mean, yes, he does. Agreed. <laughs> Um, so anyway, they're like, okay, I guess we should remorph. And Gasket's like, yeah, think again, fuckers. Yeah. You're behind my force field now. You can't morph. And, and, uh, and he's like, goodbye, goodbye, Power Rangers. And right before the ironic twist happens, I just want to point out that there's a cog kneeling on the ground who takes a step forward like a dog. Towards yeah. the Power Rangers and then steps back. There, there's actually, like, in the background of a lot of these scenes, the cogs are just straight up doing putty stuff. Like, they're well, just. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this at the beginning of Zeo. Half the pogs are just cu- putties. Half the cogs are just putties who, uh, uh, defected over right, the yeah, Empire. Totally. Yeah, totally. Just putties with masks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. They just throw on cog costumes and join the ranks because they're like, well, uh, they. The other guys didn't the take us restaurant with restaurant only needs so many employees. <laughs> well, and notably, when Zed and Rita fled the moon, they did not take any of the putties with them. Yeah, for sure. So like, I know they we were joked just gonna, about like, it for years. I'm still really not over the fact that they just invented a restaurant run by putties <laughs> for one scene and never went back to it. <laughs> it is 
on reflection, maybe the wildest thing about this series. Like, this show is wild, but I can't forget that thing. That's still so oh. crazy. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, Gasket's... Gasket gloats. One of the putties, like, does a crawling grab putties, towards yes. one of them. And then the force field blows up. Yep. This show... This ep... This episode specifically, like, the show always introduces problems that are then immediately solved, but this show does it, like, four times, where it's like, haha, you can't teleport because of my force field. Force field's dead. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 literally, I agree. Literally ten seconds between, haha, you're behind my force field, you can't morph, you're gonna die, to, oh no, I can't believe my force field's been defeated. Right. I, I agree, but I feel this one was like earned a bit more because there is the whole subplot of oh, this yeah. is a Trider's whole mission. Yeah, totally. Like, just and like, we knew yeah. we knew about the force field already. Yeah. So we as the so it's not like the audience is being introduced to a concept and having it yanked away. It's right. more of a and I, I hate to I hate to give the show this much like Don't you <laughs> don't use the words you're thinking about using. It's not dramatic irony. That's not what it is. So, so anyways <laughs> <laughs> So when the Power Rangers demorph Like we as the audience know That that's more significant than they do Yeah Sure uh, So yeah anyway now, like, that, now that they're out of danger Jason says yeah. you mess with one ranger You'd better be willing to take on all of us And then they run away like, that's reverse dramatic irony. Because dramatic irony is like, oh, they make choices that are really bad, but they don't know they're bad, but we do. This is... Uh, no, that's exactly uh, they, what They don't know is, that what though. they're doing is fine, actually. It shouldn't be, but it is. No, no, the, the force field going away isn't dramatic irony. Okay. The the earlier part where they demorphed under the force field, not knowing that oh, they... Oh, oh, I yeah, see. that was dramatic I, irony. I... Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Like, you know, you see why I'm conflicted, because it's not a great example of it. <laughs> no. And no, I, I hate to make it sound like I'm praising this show as being better than it is, but it is technically <laughs> what that is. I guess. <laughs> oh, I don't, I'm no happier about it than you are. Sure, I know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yep. I'm ready. All right. Recording? Recording. Recording. Zach? Yep, recording. Okay. Countdown. Three, two, one. All right. Uh, just a note for Eric. Uh, we had to we had to cut because Emily's audacity went down. Just uh, We can probably just splice it through. I don't think we need to do another intro. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, uh, the the Power Rangers have just teleported away, right? Yep, correct. All right. So uh, the Power Rangers teleport away, and we cut back to Bulk and Skull, who are uh, going to investigate the uh, burning building, which is a bold move. Uh, and they see Trider come walking out, and they're you know, happy to see him. Yeah. So they run up, and they're like, dude, what the hell? And uh, he's like, "Hey, yeah, that uh, that should that should probably fuck up Gasket's plans for a bit." And uh, he's like, "Hey, you you guys, 
beat a bunch of cogs. You're great. And they both do uh, tool time grunts. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly what it is. Like, the space skull's making even... It, they're very much just doing a Tim Allen routine here. Yeah, pretty much. It's very good. I enjoy it. Um, I mean, it definitely seems like the kind of thing they would associate with Macho. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, Tridor is like super impressed. He's like, man, you guys are, you guys are really good warriors. When I get back to my planet, I'm going to make legends of you. And, uh, uh, they're like really into that. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Legends. <laughs> cool. And then, uh, Bulk's like, Hey, uh, so one legendary warrior to another, uh, how do we actually get back? And Tridor's like, oh, pfft. That? No, that's easy. I'll just teleport you. Yeah. I just have latent teleportation powers, I guess. Which I mean like like why not? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean he couldn't do it until the until the barrier was down. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. I get it. I just love that apparently a bunch of aliens... like but Yeah, I just like that he just It it honestly made me think of like Dragon Ball and how like aliens just have random powers sometimes, like whatever. (laughs) Like don't I just I just like the way he the offhandedness of it. He's like, Oh yeah, I just teleport. You guys don't? (laughs) Uh, but yeah, no, he just he just drops them off at Earth, which is which is funny. Um then we get the the requisite uh villain complains, My plan was perfect. I can't believe they escaped it. Nonsense. Yeah. And then, uh, like... Nothing to it. So we we cut back to Earth at, uh... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Jeez, Skype delays. Yeah, Uh, I think think Skype is goofing us. Yeah, it's it's gotten bad all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, do we want to switch over? Uh, do we need to restart the... Yeah, do we need to restart the call? Yeah, okay. Like, we sure. leave the Audacity running, just, like, hang up Skype and start it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That works. Eric, sorry about this. This back half's going to be a nightmare to edit. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. How we doing? Good. Cool, cool, cool. Hi. Hello. Hi. Okay, hey, so things seem to be better again. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, I, nobody, did you, y'all didn't stop your recordings, right? No. Okay. All right, All so right. we're back on Earth. Yeah, back on Earth, and uh, at Ernie's Outdoor Cabana or whatever the fuck. Beach um, Club thing. Bulk and, yeah, Bulk and Skull are um, telling the story of what happened to them. To uh, a very bored Emily, <laughs> yeah, who <laughs> clearly funny. does not believe them. Yeah, which is, I mean, this is how you know it's not our Emily because she's not interested in Balkan skull hijinks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I would be incredibly interested, and I would believe them. Uh, yeah, uh, good. No, I. What? What? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> So anyway, uh, Emily uh, dismisses them. Uh, she walks over to talk to the rest of our crew, who's back as well. Um, and just yeah, like I, she gives them a, she like gives them something, and I assume it's their bill. And yeah, Bulk is freaking out. 
Itchy yeah. Mama. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a fucking Lady Marmalade reference. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, but yeah, they're like, uh, I don't think he's like, I don't think they believed us. And uh, yeah, so she walks over to the Rangers and gives them their order. And uh, yeah, this is where the thing Zach mentioned Jay, uh, about them not really chasing leads. Because uh, Jason's like, hey, so I, I wonder who actually teleported all you guys there anyway. And uh, Kat's just like, oh, I don't, I don't know, but it'll probably sort itself out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> no biggie. Which, I mean, to be fair, how are they, they going to investigate that? It's fair. It's just that, like, it's just, like, the Power Rangers don't take things seriously, and the just another part of that is, like, something saved us. We don't know what it is, and we would have been dead if it didn't happen, but also I don't really care. Like, so... <laughs> The show itself, both, like, the way it's written and within the world of the show, um, is very straightforward. Like, the villains are always just pure evil who have very obvious plans of, oh, yeah, we're going to do this to them, and that's going to hurt them somehow. And the heroes are always just like, yeah, we're going to do this, and it's going to stop it. So, like, the the very real concept of... Something happened we can't explain. We should probably wonder who did this and what their motives are. Right. Doesn't come up for them because they're never in situations where somebody has sinister motives. Yeah, really. totally. Yeah. Or like, like hidden motives. A, yeah. yeah. Outside of a somebody has been mind controlled or just plain is evil and has infiltrated us. Like... That's about the only time there's any subterfuge. Right. Usually show. the bad guy is standing there screaming, I am the most evil person in the universe. <laughs> so, like, right. So like from the show's perspective, like it's always a situation of, well, if somebody helped us. They must be on our side. And that's the end of it. Yep. Pretty much. And I mean, they're not really wrong there. It's not like this was part of a larger plan for Zed and Rita. This was just a, a, a matter of convenience for them in the moment. Right. So, like, uh, them not following up on this will have zero consequences. And speaking of not worrying about things that just happened, uh, Bulk and Skull walk over, and they're like, oh, hey, guys, uh, where are we all? And they're like, oh, we saved the Power Rangers. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we, we were trapped in another dimension, and we had to destroy a force field so they could escape. I, I hate scenes so much. <laughs> so, here's That's my hilarious. question. They... They tell them this, the Power Rangers all say, like, oh my god, I'm sure they would be, like, super grateful if they were here. Well, and- go ahead. the way they say it sounds like, 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 Jason's, like, the Power Rangers, and they all, like, act really sarcastic, but then apparently they were sincere the whole time. But they act yeah. super sarcastic! Because, <laughs> Emily, because they're doing the whole, oh yeah, the Power Rangers, wink, I bet you if the Power Rangers, wink, were here, they'd be very grateful, them who are not us, wink. I really... I guess, but it doesn't work for me. I feel like... I feel like they should have slipped a little bit where Jason would be like, wait, that was you guys? I mean, uh, wow, that's really cool, guys. Like, I don't know. No, they, they already know, know it was them, though, because they know from last episode that Balkan and Skull were up there. This is None of this is new information to them. Oh, yeah, it's true. They did know from last episode. I forgot about that. 
You're right. So, yeah, I, no, they're they're doing a thing where it's like an in joke for them of oh yeah, the, I bet you the Power Rangers would really appreciate it. But since Bulk and Skull don't, oh know you're that, right. They always act like this. You're totally right. I'm wrong. Okay, I like to see now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So then Bulk and Skull are just like, well, fuck, I, fuck you guys. I guess. If, I mean, just tell us if you don't believe us. Don't fucking be assholes about it. And and what kills me is like. They're they're so like wrapped up in this. Jason's literally laughing as he says, "We do believe you." Yeah. Like yeah. at no point do they sound sincere. No, it, no. It's, it's also funny because like they they knew they were there, and like I guess they do believe. But here's the thing: I'm still not sure they believe them. Yes, they knew they they, they okay, were no, there. Well, well, cat. Kat says, like, she kind of laughs when she's like, oh, we do believe you. But Jason honestly looks offended. He's like, no, dude, we do believe you guys. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is, like, yeah, I know they knew they were there. But, like, do you think they believed that they, like, broke out and smashed a machine? I think they like, do Honestly, yes. That, that sounds have. like what Bulk and Skull would do. <laughs> okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. How many how many situations have the Power Rangers been in where Bulk and Skull accidentally were key to a thing? Like, this time it was intentional, but, like, they That's don't true. know it was intentional. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair enough. Now, I like to see now that Lexi explained it to me that it makes sense to me. <laughs> not <laughs> because <laughs> you were explained it and also were not high when being explained to. I mean, I'm I'm still a bit high, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm not old, though. <laughs> <laughs> Bet that. Oh, fair enough. Fuck you, Luke. <laughs> um, but, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, and I I love all the Balkan Skull stuff in this episode. It's it's, it's really good. so much fun. I honestly would watch an ep- uh, show like I don't know what the pitch for the spinoff was with Balkan Skull, but if it wasn't their their lizard barbarian buddy Triton just taking <laughs> them around the galaxy to solve problems, they did it wrong because that's what it should have well, been. <laughs> I think it could have also been them being private eyes and still having those action comedy scenes would have been really good. Private eyes who keep getting mixed up in the weird alien bullshit that keeps yeah, happening say, in Power Rangers together. would be great. Yeah, yeah. that would be my favorite. That would be so much fun. Like, and also the dynamic of this guy who like believes that they are tough warriors and they have to yeah, just keep absolutely. bullshitting. Oh yeah, like a yeah. If it was a running thing where like just through a victim being a victims of circumstance or whatever, they keep accidentally doing things that he perceives as mighty warrior stuff. When at no point are they actually intending to be that way, that would be great. I can even see at the end of it them like them them like finally coming clean and being like, "Listen, we don't know what the fuck we're doing." And like, and he's like, "I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, you guys have done a lot of good stuff. Like, you are mighty warriors, even if you don't think you are." Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, and then at the then it's kind of ending with them realizing that, oh, hey, you know, I guess we did. And, yeah, totally. And we all just wrote fan fiction. Good job, team. <laughs> It's good fanfic. I think yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. That's yeah, no, the episode. I, yeah, I liked this one a lot for the most part. Yeah, I can understand um, why Fabby said it was her favorite episode. I gotta yeah. say, I think it's the best one I've ever watched. <laughs> you did yeah, watch it. Yeah, Luke. I'm end, taking right? like, that statement at face us. value. I mean, sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> why do you even show up? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Cause we're his I mean, I like having him around. Because we're his friends and he loves us. That's why. I mean, sure. <laughs> okay, wow. well now I'm hurt. 
<laughs> no, guys, he really means it. Yeah. No, I believe you. Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, no, I I mentioned last week that the fucking pacing was just nonsense, and it felt like it was spinning its wheels oh for no oh reason. God, it stopped again. What? Okay. Do you want to just lean on the backup for the last chunk here? I mean, yeah, because I have no idea, like, how much is when it stops. Okay. Yeah, so we're almost just, done. We're almost we done. Just... I don't it have stopped, any... Like, it stopped, like, five minutes into it. Yeah, we don't yeah. have any uh, 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 questions either, so we'll just wrap up here, and then we'll... Yeah. yeah. That is not true, and I think you're forgetting who's hosting this okay, episode. Okay, fair enough. You're right. Well, we can still <laughs> use the backup, though. That's fine. All right. Uh, let's say, uh, once again, Eric, very sorry for all the fucking... Yeah. Oh, nightmare! This is going to be to edit. All right. Um. So yeah. Uh. Like I said last episode, I didn't. I felt like that had a lot of pacing problems, and it felt like it was really spinning its wheels for no good reason. And this episode had some of that too. I hate to do the cliche of this really didn't need to be a two-parter, but I mean, I think we said it last week. Uh, the episode before last week's, and then this two-parter could have been a two-parter. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um. But, yeah, no, I think I'd be hard-pressed to cut most of what happens in this episode. Like, I feel like this was the episode they had ideas for, mm-hmm. and they just, for some oh, reason... Oh, I don't know. I think you could have sped some stuff up. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Sure. Yeah, no. Well, that's what I mean. This is a two-part. It could have not been a two-part. I mean, like, a really strong episode. Right. But if they, if they, if they were going to make it a two-parter... Like, last episode, they should have thrown out the robot guy. I just had right. Tommy and Jason fight. We could have had the jo- Tommy and Jason fight last episode, and then, like, the conclusion of it here. Yeah, Luke, that's that's more what I'm getting at, is I sure. feel like, um, yeah, they could have they could have sped some stuff up, but there's no part of this that felt like it was inserted just to fill time, right? I see. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they, the, the whole stuff, the Tommy facing off against the Power Rangers could have easily been consolidated, and the setup to this plot, as as it was presented last week, makes no sense and seemed to change from scene to scene, so it's clear they didn't have a lot of ideas for, or had too many ideas, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I like, they, it's, it's one really way they could have... ...in its composition. One way they could have, like, maybe, like, cleaned it up a bit is instead of having the Panagers come up a way for it to teleport and have it not work, then just have no idea how to teleport at all, and then have Zed and them do it for them completely so that there's, like, no bullshit where they don't know what to do. I also think it would have been kind of funny if, um... Uh, Zed told them it was him who did it. Like, he... Yeah. ...up a way to send them a message gloating that, like... You know, hey, I helped you out, so now you guys owe me. By the way, I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> yeah. Then there's, and then there's like, well, that used up the last of our energy, so I guess we can't use this teleporter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at this point, we're just writing fan fiction again, I guess. That's okay. This is That's what this show is, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like none of us have fanfic drafts or anything. <laughs> So, moving on, um, it's now time for questions. Uh, if you have a question you would like to send us, you can send them to Zach, who actually has all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, at TeensWithTood, uh, through Gmail, or through email, uh, TeensWithTood at gmail.com, or on the Facebook group, Teenagers with Attitude. Correct. You 
Also, if you have the means to do so, send me a direct message on the Audio Entropy uh, Discord as our listener, uh, Eric, has sent us. This has nothing to do with this episode, but I like the question, so I'm going to ask you anyway. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He says, because of Teen Wolf, we all know that werewolves are partial to the dance from Thriller. Okay. Sure. His question is, what are the go-to dances for other classic monsters? Oh, I see. I feel like Monster Mash is a Frankenstein song, and not just because he's mentioned it a lot. It just seems like it's his tempo, you know? his dance. He also seems like the kind of dork who would, like, get that it's too on the nose, but embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, everyone would say it's cliche, but, like, we're the monsters, and I like doing the Monster Mash. Why hide from it, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like mummies would try out the twist and then get unraveled by it and be like, fuck, this is going to work out. Not be ambulatory enough for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like mummies could maybe handle the cha-cha slide. (laughs) Everybody wrap your hands. (laughs) For some reason, I'm thinking of, uh, Dracula doing the swim, and I don't know because oh, yeah. if I've seen a vampire do it in a movie before. I feel like yeah, I also have a very strong visual image of that, so there must be a movie or something where it happens. Okay, would good. anyone do the Macarena? Uh, hmm, like a like an incubus might. Yeah, <laughs> actually, you're you're mentioning you mentioning Dracula doing the swim makes sense because because vampires can't cross running water, so that's the only way they could experience swimming I, is by doing the swim. I think a s- skeletons would do break dancing just because that they would be able to do weird disjointed shit that would look cool. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but I feel like th- it, we're, it's about dance songs, and I think the skeletons are all about Mambo Number Five. <laughs> <laughs> is there a specific reason? I just feel like it's got a skeleton-y kind of vibe. That weird, like, kind of tinny electric drum it's got. You could like, they're banging their bones together with it. I don't know. It's just a good image in my mind. They wouldn't dance to spooky, scary skeletons, though, because that would be too obvious. Right? Yeah, no, yeah, skeletons yeah. don't go for that, that too-on-the-nose bullshit. Right. <laughs> uh, I have this image in my head of a witch doing the... Uh, peanuts dance to the, to okay. the sure, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything up. It's just an image that came to me that I refuse to let go of. Yeah, what about yeah. ghosts? What would uh, ghosts do? Electric slide. Okay. Sure. Um, I mean, I mean the 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 less contemporary answer is ballroom dancing because we've seen a million oh, ghosts sure. do. Sure. I'm thinking of the sheet ghost, the just white puff ghost. Oh, oh wait, no, 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 no. Uh, ghosts would do uh, YMCA because it's a song about a place and they like haunting places. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's good. Nice. I, I was imagining a ghost. It would be very hard to do the hand bits with just the sheet hanging there. Well, you know, they, they, they know they're doing it and that's all that matters. Wait, what if they, what if they manipulate the sheet itself into the letters? Ooh, yeah. I, I was imagining the go- the sheet ghost just doing the hammer, uh, MC Hammer back and forth thing, but because they don't have legs, it's not as impressive. It's just like slowly... Oh, man, ghost moonwalking. <laughs> yeah, just like slowly sliding back and forth. It's like, yeah, I'm doing it. Well, okay. 
That was a okay. good question. I liked yeah, it. No. <laughs> um, I we also have an email here uh, to audioentropy.com from McFarland U. Hello, McFarland say, U. Hello, Audio Entropy team. Hope you are doing well. It is an mm-hmm. honor through your website. I must say, you have built a phenomenal website. However, to get relevant traffic, you need to know <laughs> oh, major. I'm so mad I said hello to him now. <laughs> Make it more famous and popular over the internet. I mean, I'd like to be more famous and popular over the internet. Tell me more. Well, uh, McFarland U goes on to say, we excel in promoting and increasing the visibility of a website in various search engines, including the latest Google Panda and Penguin updates with upcoming updates which directly helps in increase revenue for your business. We don't get any revenue, so any revenue would be increased revenue. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think there might be something to this. Can you give me like a 5,000% increase? Well, no, don't express it in percentages because we make zero. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, what do you guys think about competitor analysts? Sorry, analysis, overall uh, site scope, and many. <laughs> and many. My favorite of those is many. That's what it says. <laughs> Wait, do you think the bot had a character limit? What happened? Why did it stop? <laughs> okay, that's very good. I love spam. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're offering attractive pricing for our new alliance. So. Does it say attractive pricing? Oh, yeah, no, that's a direct quote. Okay, good. <laughs> you always oh, n- know it's attractive they when like they tell you. It's a telephonic conversation for their better understanding. Okay, good. I, I don't know. Hey, can, can, we get, can we get in here? Can we dial them into the podcast? <laughs> oh, God. At no point say what company he represents. Nope. Th- that's because he's a robot. <laughs> that is honestly. I'm... Are you saying McFarland dot u zero 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 four five one two at gmail dot com might not be a real person? You know what? You're right. That is ridiculous. What was I thinking? One of the most baffling things about spam is if you ever read like a lot of your spam, often there is like I don't know what they want me to do with it. Like, what is the scam part? I don't. There's no, like, actionable thing to do with it. So, I don't understand. (laughs) For this sort of thing, which I get probably one to two a month of for Audio Entropy. Yeah. um, I'm pretty sure what they're actually looking for is to try and set up some sort of a marketing deal where we pay them to insert cookies on our site, which will supposedly increase our search engine... uh, profile but really all it will do is scrape a ton of data from everyone who visits our site and give it to the marketers for right. then selling to fair enough so we won't well, be doing rare, that so gotten emails from people who think actual blogging who are offering to write sponsored posts for us yeah that's not going to work either <laughs> oh it's I've I've seen blogs where uh, they'll actually respond to it and just make in- increasingly crazy demands for what the article has to have in it <laughs> until the the uh, 
is trying to run the scam eventually gives up. You gotta love a good uh, marketing troll. Yeah. All right, so that's all the questions I had this week. Um, if you would like to uh, ask us anything, send us, or if uh, you want to offer attractive pricing for our new alliance, <laughs> uh, feel free to contact us at any of those places uh, we mentioned at the start. But only attractive pr- pricing, please. Oh, oh yeah, no, if you're if pricing is it. not attractive, I will swipe whichever direction is the bad one. <laughs> I've never used Tinder. Perfect. Emily, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, yeah, you can follow me at this is Emeralds on Twitter. Um, yeah, I, I post art there sometimes and, and tweet about bullshit, so that's yeah, fun. She's drawing, she's drawing stuff for me, and it's very good. Yeah, I like the stuff I do for Lexi. Very proud of that stuff. Luke, do you have anything you want to plug? You can find me on Twitter. I mean, I know S- you do. At SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find other podcasts I do on AudioEntropy.com, including Let's Place, where we objectively rank every video game ever made. We recently did a live show at PAX West, so look at, I think that's the second most recent episode right now. Uh, uh, totally Reprise, where we talk about Totally Spies. Um, we have finished, let me tell you about Evangelion, uh, until next year. We have We've watched all the Eva there currently is. Until they put out that last movie next summer. Yeah, uh, it's actually going to ha- hit next summer. Uh, it it seems like it it seems com- like smart money is that it's finally coming out. Like there's yeah it it's gonna happen anyway. Uh, also, when is this episode coming out? Is it this Friday or next Friday? Next Friday. Uh, this Friday. This Friday. Okay. This Sunday, we are launching Monday. a new book. We're launching a new podcast in the Let Me Tell You About Eva feed. I don't know why we're keeping that feed, but we are. We've decided it. I'm so glad you are. Well, you see, Evangelion's got a lot of religious references in it. And we decided it was time for us to investigate some of those, but we needed it you know, in a little more approachable way. Okay. Which is why we are starting... Okay. My, me and Ashley are starting a podcast all about VeggieTales... The CG animated children's cartoon series that teaches you <laughs> lessons and values from the Bible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're all. Are you telling for... me it's Luke, Are you telling me it's time for Veggie Tales? It's time for Veggie Tales. Yeah, that's the name of the There's podcast. Never, ever, 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 ever been a podcast like this one. I don't think we have locked down the podcast name yet. Uh... I think right now Veggie Takes is the winning one. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But there's there's other ones floating around that might usurp it. We'll see. I'm not sure. Luke. Yeah. Do you think there are other Veggie Tales podcasts? I mean, probably. <laughs> I'm I feel like there's no piece of media obscure enough at this point that somebody hasn't recorded a podcast about it. I Yeah. Think... Uh, I'm pretty sure we're the only Totally Spies podcast. Yeah, I I think there might not be another VeggieTales podcast. I've got Pocket Cast open on my phone right now. I'm searching VeggieTales. <laughs> We're going to see right now. I'm just going to hit Google. VeggieTales. <laughs> it's loading. It's hunting. No results. Yeah. I mean, good good work. <laughs> uh, the VeggieTales creator, Phil Vischer, has a podcast. Great. I bet that's good. <laughs> 
There is a podcast called Veggie Tales, but it's about, like, living vegan. Okay, perfect. So you've got the entire market. Good job. <laughs> there's also a, there's also a podcast called Local Veggie Tales. The art is uh, a woman with a lime green jacket and a snowboard, and it only has three episodes labeled Part Two, S Three Blue Two, and S Three Orange, and they're all only a few minutes long. Perfect. Well, I yeah. Haven't... So anyway, uh, yeah. AudioEntropy.com for the world's premier VeggieTales podcast and <laughs> yeah. so much more. Like I said, I, we, I, the name will come. You can follow me on Twitter to make sure you have it. If you subscribe to Let Me Tell You an Evangelion, you are already subscribed to it. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> you won't get it whether you want to or not. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. The pact has been signed. You must listen. If you want to hear our Eva 4.0 opinions next year, you're going to have to stay subscribed to the VeggieTales show. If you can't handle them at their VeggieTales, you don't deserve them at their... <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Mm. I'm very excited for that. I am too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. Um. Also, yeah, check out com. We've got a ton of shows. Some of them are like pop culture stuff some of them aren't uh if you, just just take a look there's probably something there you'll like i don't know do it go check it out yeah. hey lexi can, can I, I plug can i plug oh yeah sorry i for i i forgot zach that's okay zach, do you want to plug follow me on uh on twitter at chinchy mcchilla and you can watch me have a complete and total ma- breakdown over the mountain dew game fuel ads because that broke me a little bit and i don't think i'm fixed yet <laughs> I what i'm i'm curious to see what these ads are that they would cause that much damage <laughs> on twitter yep you should go do it i do follow zach on twitter good see everyone else should too thank you that's it Okay. Well, then, until next time, uh, this has been Teenagers with Attitude, your show for teenagers in tight clothing. I've been Lexi. I've been Zach. I've been Emily. It's not tight clothing. It's tightly colored clothing. (laughs) It's Lexi. The color is what's tight, not the clothing itself. It's Lexi's show. She can do whatever she wants. Say... <laughs> Luke has a point. Uh, you were complaining, in fact, Zach, earlier today about how loose Tommy's clothing was. <laughs> I should do that. <laughs> anyway, I'm in Luke. Hey, and uh, yeah, thanks for watching Power Rangers. I'm not doing Zach's sign off. Bye. Bye. Power protect you always. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Perfect.